One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. You know what? I've recorded a lot of podcasts this week. This is the one that I'm the most excited about. This is going to be just very natural because this is cool stuff. Let me do a bit of a background. So there is this thing called the Amazon Influencer Program. It's probably a successor in some ways to like the Amazon's like affiliate program or someone creates a website and like the links, the attribution, and someone that can can get paid for having a blog that features Amazon products. So the next level is like, well, how do influencers, people that post on Instagram or whatever, that's what I thought it was about. Like I thought it was just like for like, you know, Instagram to Amazon. There's more. And it's actually way more approachable. It's so interesting. I'm like about to talk to my family members, be like, hey, you guys like should be aware of this. This is really cool. I've got a guest that's been doing this for about six months, maybe a little bit longer, and very experienced and has a thousand videos that are performing. I've got Corbin White. Welcome, Corbin. Yeah, excited to be here and excited for this conversation as well to inform more people about this great program. Let me just tell you what I know about Corbin. He's a 29-year-old guy that's like in this influencer program. I don't think you would describe yourself as like an influencer. Yeah, no, it's not something necessarily that I would describe myself as, that's for sure. (laughs) It's something kind of that walked into, per se. Yeah, I mean, it takes a special someone to like jump on Instagram and say like, this is me, I'm going to show you my life. Let's just get in the details of like what it actually is. You earn a commission from Amazon by creating customer review videos and posting them on product pages. You don't have to be the brand owner. You don't have to be like a seller or whatever. Like you don't have to have any association with this product. You just post a video reviewing the product. And if someone watches that video and buys the product, you get a commission. Correct. And so basically it's like you're using Amazon's traffic. Like you don't have to build your own traffic. Like Everyone knows that traffic is valuable and audience is valuable, but it's actually really hard. But the thing is, this is leveraging Amazon's existing traffic and making money off of it. That sounds very similar to Amazon FBA, which most people listening to this podcast do. Yeah, so I think it's a very powerful platform. And I think the reason why Amazon started doing this is because if you're on TikTok ever, you'll see that there's a lot of people that talk about Amazon finds or these videos of people talking about a specific product that's going viral. And I think they started to realize that that traffic converts really, really, really well. Like, right, when you're educating someone on a product on social media, an influencer, right, talks about that and then recommends it, those have higher conversion rates. So I think Amazon's thought to themselves, hey, maybe we should be creating a program like this. And in order to create a program like this, we need creators and we need to incentivize those creators to go through and create those videos. So the videos show up in a lot of different placements and we may talk a little bit more about that later. But yeah, Amazon pays a commission if someone goes through and watches that video and makes a purchase. So, and the commission is somewhere between two to 4%? Yeah, I think it's all the way one to 4% basically. And then they have incentives sometimes like Prime Day just happened. So they had like, they doubled the commissions for certain categories, but generally one to 4%. Interesting. But let's hit your background. Your background, you're just like into marketing. You've worked for a variety of companies and this kind of started as a side gig. Still kind of is for you, right? Yeah. So I've always loved the affiliate marketing side of things. I have a YouTube channel that drives affiliate traffic. I have a blog, things like that. So I've always been really familiar with the affiliate side of things. Apparently the Amazon influencer program has been around for at least over a year. I know at least that long, but I just actually saw a YouTube video of somebody talking about it and the potential 
on how much you could actually make. I remember it was early October when somebody posted this video and I saw it and they posted kind of their journey and I was like, no way you can actually make money like this. Because as you mentioned, coming from the affiliate side, I'm used to building a blog and it taking six months before you even start driving traffic. There's two different verification steps. The first one is you go through and you need to apply and have some sort of social following to get in. That you know right away. And then the second verification is actually done by a human at Amazon where you have to submit three videos and they go through and watch those videos to make sure that you're actually you know, providing value in those. And so I think it was in October when I submitted those videos, finally got accepted in November. And then I remember the first day that the videos were live, the next day basically made like $3 from those three videos. And I was just shocked at how fast that process was, you know, coming from a blog and things like that. And then from that point on, I didn't really look back and just kept kind of making more and more videos. Amazon looks like you have to have like a social following. Like what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's funny because everybody kind of curious on that question as well. And Amazon hasn't actually come out and given an exact number. If you read lots of forms and talk to people, it sounds like the magic number is around that thousand follower arc. However, I've seen people get in with a lot less than that. And I think it comes down to a couple of different metrics. It's not just followers. It's also like engagement. And so if you have a smaller Instagram account, say maybe 700, 500 followers that still gets really good engagement, you it's worth going through and applying and see if you can get in. The nice thing is you can apply as many times as you want. Once you get into the influencer program in order to get improved for the on-site commissions, which is what you really want, the three videos, you only get three shots at that. So if your videos get disapproved the first time, you want to make sure you really put some effort into them the second or third time because it's three strikes you're out for the actual three video verification. Interesting. So your first videos were actually getting a little bit of traction, a little bit of revenue. I'm just going to guess it's like a little bit like the 80-20 rule where like, you know, 20% of your products or your videos really are performing and doing, getting most of the revenue. Is that right? Yeah, I would definitely say that's the case. And yeah, 100%. What makes a better video review that like performs? So I think the biggest thing, it comes down to a product that is going to need an explanation, right? So if you're going on Amazon and you're shopping for batteries, let's say, like everybody knows what a battery is. They know what size they need. It's not really going to be something that needs an explanation as opposed to you take something like an ice cream maker machine or maybe a snow blower or, you know, something yeah. along those lines. It's maybe a little bit more pricey that you're going to want to do a little bit more research on. And maybe you have common questions for. So a lot of times yeah. I'll go through and I'll read the questions that people are asking inside of the comments, you know, down below. And I'll go through and answer some of those common questions in the videos. Yeah, I like that, like, you know, craft machines, anything that's like involved with like creating stuff. Because I know when I buy stuff like that, like you got a million questions, something that you're going to use and not a straightforward way. Is there any sort of like, do you feel like the quality of your video matters in terms of getting featured? This is maybe an unpopular opinion, but sometimes I think the more production value, so to speak, that you put into it, the less genuine it comes across. Because you got to figure people who are on Amazon, they've gotten used to the TikTok style kind of where it's, you know, kind of a blurry on your iPhone recording something, maybe with a decent mic, sometimes with not. At the end of the day, the people just want to see what the product looks like. They don't care who's talking or what that looks like. They care more about what the product does. Is it going to help them in whatever they're shopping for? And is it something that they really like? And you can debate either side of this, but I don't think the production quality is something that matters as much as actually just providing value and answering people's questions about the product. And you've been able to ramp up to, you know, thousands of dollars a month, right? Yeah, yeah. So we just had Prime Day, so it was a little bit better of a month. But last 30 days is at 14,500. Oh, uh, it's shoot. my best 30 days. Uh, you're, being of too trans- yeah, you're getting people excited. Now everyone's going to stop selling and they're all going to come 
you know, Amazon influencers. I am. I know that. Um, It fluctuates. I'll tell you that. It does fluctuate. And that was, like I said, that was the best month, but it it kind of hovers between that nine to 12K is is where I've kind of gotten it. Yeah. Um, Have you had any products or any videos that like did really well then like, you know, over time have done less well? Yeah, it's funny you should say that. In Amazon, similar to a lot of these social media platforms, it's a black box. And Amazon particularly, because this program is so new, they don't really give you a lot of information. But I have definitely noticed there will be a product where I'll be getting you know, commissions in like the 10s or 12s every single day. And then all of a sudden it will drop off, even if more people didn't make videos for that. And it almost feels like after about four months, it does seem like there's a pretty dramatic drop off on the commissions I'm making on like a top selling product. And I don't know why that is. There's lots of factors inside of Amazon. There's maybe another product selling more, another influencer made a video about it, but it seems to consistently be after about four months. You still get commissions. Like from my very first video I made, I still get commissions from those. And now Amazon also funnels these type of videos, the type of content into their Inspire tool, which like the Amazon Inspire is kind of like the TikTok clone. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of different places that they can show up. And Amazon, it feels like they're changing this every week. And the only way you really know is just by looking and and kind of researching. But yeah, it can show up on the actual product feed. So when I go in to upload a video, I actually tag the ASN, the barcode number. It shows up on the product page. It can show up on the TikTok Inspire app. Sometimes they'll show up on the Amazon homepage, which is huge when you have a video do that. And there's also like inside of the live stream, there's lots of areas to show up as well. When we were talking, you really like to look at product pages that they do fairly well, but they actually don't have any customer review videos. Yeah, those are the best because obviously it means that there's just, you have the opportunity to be the only person showing a video there. Most people are going to go through and watch your video and then get the commission. So what I find is that a, a newer product that is starting to get some traction, those are usually the best kind because there's not videos on them already and you can go through and tag it and usually that performs the best. Although sometimes going through and finding an older product, that sells really well. Like, you know, you go and find curtains that, you know, have hundreds of thousands of reviews on Amazon. Chances are there's already the max slot of videos on that product page, but I don't know how Amazon chooses this, but sometimes you can like take that spot. And like I said, Amazon isn't really transparent about this, but it's happened to me where people take my spot and it's happened where I've taken other people's spots for these, you know, products that have hundreds of thousands of reviews and gets, you know, lots of sales every single day. Okay. So now let's talk for a second from the seller's perspective. Like, which is very simple is like, you want good reviews, you want good videos on your product page. That's how people kind of learn more. You know, if they click on the video, there's actually like an other videos section. I'm looking at my products and like, I've found two products that have only one review. And then right there, it says like someone like, for one of them, it says like they earn commission. So like sellers are incentivized just to fill out the content of their product page. So that's why they reach out to you. You have sellers that like trying to ship you their product in any way to get you to a review and fill out their page, right? Yeah. So I think from a seller perspective, the reason why this is such a great opportunity, there's a couple different benefits. The first one is you can drive traffic to your product listing from like placements like the homepage, Amazon Inspire, or underneath on the very bottom, you'll notice that there's a section that says related videos. A lot of times, if you have a superior product, your video can show up on a related video on your competitor's product page. There's three different ways that you can kind of steal traffic. And then the other benefit is what you're talking about, which is if I'm a seller 
and I want to fill out all the information on my product page, sending somebody the product and actually having them make a video that talks everything about it, showing all the angles, an unbiased as possible opinion. When people send me a product, I do disclose, hey, the person did send me this for this review, but I still give my full and honest opinion. It adds a lot of trust, right? To be able to see, hey, the product actually works this way, does what it claims. And as a result, I mean, if you look at my analytics, I have a 16% conversion rate on my videos. So when somebody goes through and watches those videos, 16% of the time they're going through and purchasing, which is fairly high, right? There's a little bit of a bias in that, you know, if someone's looking at the videos, they're definitely considering it. Yeah. 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 And that's what makes this so such a crazy opportunity, right? Is, is you're right. It's like Amazon traffic. If they're, especially if they're on the product page, it's like the lowest funnel of traffic you could, you could possibly get. Right. I'm seeing this. I'm looking at my product and there's videos of other products that are just like related. So totally, you really want to fill out this content, even as a defensive approach, or you want to do it to like, the more videos you have, the more likely that the algorithm is going to choose you. Now you don't leave a review or a rating. It's just like a video that you post. Correct. Because the way that it works is they send me the product. I don't actually buy them on Amazon. And so if I was going through and leaving reviews, I think that would not be great for the seller or myself. Like it'd probably end up going through and getting flagged. Yeah. So these are influencer videos. And so as a result, like from my understanding, it's all compliant for people to send products and go through it. And as long as you disclose, Hey, you know, God said this. And as you mentioned on the video, it says earns commissions next to it. Right. So people know that these are, are people that are earning commissions for these videos. Yeah. Yeah. There's a very different thing between like video influencer based kind of thing and then actually manipulating ratings on Amazon. So just wanted to distinguish that because everyone's gonna like bells and whistles should go off if like you're sending someone a product to like review. This is a it doesn't even influence the star rating. Yeah, it's only those videos, yeah. Now do any of the videos that you create turn into like a brand can post the product video and it becomes like what customers see first, like the first video. That's like, you know, you got your images, then you have a video. Are influencer videos able to be that first one? Yes and no. So I can't go through and post that video to your product listing to be that first video. What had happened with a lot of brands that I've worked for is they end up wanting the rights to that video. And so I sell them the rights to that video and they go through and they, they post it themselves. I no longer get the commissions from that, but they just pay me like a one-time fee. And then they use that video as their first video. Um, I've got a few mechanical, like they're kind of auto mechanic type of products. And we actually just have a mechanic that just like talks through it. I've always loved it because I just, you know, the guy just seems very like relatable and it's exactly what I would look for. Okay. So... I think we've covered a lot of aspects of it, but one interesting story, I know that you have a lot of Chinese sellers that reach out to you and just like, are they talking to you on WhatsApp or whatever? They're like trying to send you money, trying to send you the product. They're trying to do anything. Yeah. So the main way that people are getting a hold of me is usually they'll see one of my videos and then they'll go to my Amazon storefront. So the Amazon storefront, for those who aren't familiar, it's basically the place that houses all your videos. It's like, if you're looking at someone's Instagram feed, it's Amazon's version of that. You can go through and look at all, all my videos on my storefront. So they'll either see my videos and then they'll visit my storefront. And then from there, my Instagram is linked. And usually it's almost either an, it's almost always Instagram DMS or a lot of times it'll be emails as well. They'll find my email somehow, but yeah, most of the time it's, it, that's how they're finding me. How much money have you made from the highest performing video? 
I haven't done like a cumulative, like over the lifetime, how much a product has made me, but I do have one product that I know one month made me a thousand dollars. Just that one month since gone down right now, my top performing product, it makes anywhere between four and $600 a month. And it has done that for the past three or four months. Okay. Well, I hope everyone's uh, nieces and nephews is getting really excited because finally they have a side hustle for them. I'm sure you have to be like over 18 to do this, but it's just interesting. I think it's a, a great side hustle or a first journey into like digital marketing. You know what I mean? Like someone that's like brand new, I can't think of a better way than creating content that like immediately can perform. And this is actually is not a secret. It's new to me. So that's why I'm going to blow it up. But it's been around for like a year and a half, two years in the exact same form that it's been. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I heard about it, it blew my socks off basically. And I was like, I got to try this. They are changing things all the time, but yeah, the main baseline of what it is, it's been the exact same for the past couple of years. Right. I remember when they launched the influencer program, did, was it launched exactly the way that, you know, you're experiencing it? I am probably not. I'm sure it's gone through some changes, but like, it was a very definite, like, this is a new influencer focused program. I do believe it was just after TikTok, like was really going crazy. So 2020, 2021 is what I'm going to guess they did this and they made a really big push because they already had influencers. This was just kind of like, let's fully separate the associates program from the influencer program. And you get pretty decent analytics, right? You can see, you know, how many views. You know, being a, a digital marketer, <laughs> decent is depending on who you're talking to. What I can see is I can see how many views a video gets. I can obviously see the sales that a video gets. What's really frustrating is I can't see the clicks that a video gets. What about and, the placement? Are you able to see like, oh, this is on No, that's the thing that drives me the most insane because there will be times where all of a sudden the video will pop off for a couple of days and I know that it probably got placed somewhere, but I don't know where and I don't know how to like replicate that. And so I wish there was a way and I, hopefully this is something that they're working on is like telling you where the placements actually show up. But no, unfortunately, we don't get that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, okay. So right now, your problem is, is you probably have too many products, too many videos to make. We were relating earlier that like, for me, now that I have a kid in the house, like trash is actually very serious. We have <laughs> to make the trash every single week and we have to compact it a little bit. But for you, you're getting so much cardboard. And so if you get really serious in this, it's almost like you're going to want a truck or something. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you start getting serious about this and you have people sending you products and things like that, especially as you get like furniture or things that come in styrofoam or big boxes, you're probably going to want an empty room, honestly, or a basement or a garage where you can throw boxes until you can take a trip to the dump once a month because your weekly trash service might not cut it. Do you know what? There also might be one of those, like, there might be like a liquidation shop where you live they'll give you like pennies on the dollar, but they'll take it from you, you know, and they try and flip it and actually sell it. You're yeah. talking about the products, like the actual product. Yeah, themselves. yeah, yeah. Do you have a plan for how you get rid of products? <laughs> Not a great plan so far. I've listed some, I just haven't had the time to go through and do it. Honestly, a lot of times I'll just go to social gatherings and things and just bring a box of stuff and say, hey, if anybody wants any of this, this stuff, you can take it. Yeah, we have a lot of junk stuff and like having an answer for like the worst of the worst, you just have to have like a catch-all. You're like, and it does feel weird to throw away products. I don't love it. So 
I'm glad that you find a use for at least some of it, you know, that like you like you just give it away to friends. I've done the same and cool. Well, let's say you're a seller. I would consider sending you some of our products. You know, they're not going to be your top performing, but like they sell and they don't actually have a lot of videos. So you look yeah. for products that don't have a lot of videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I look for, but honestly, I look at, I mean, you talked about the 80, 20 rule at the end of the day, I've had products that I didn't think would perform well, end up performing well. And so usually when people reach out, I'll look at the product seat. I kind of evaluate on a couple of different things. One, looking at the videos and the traffic and things like that, but also like, is it something that I actually want or I'm going to use? And maybe it's like one of those products that can kind of go through and take off. So it's kind of a whole multitude of factors when it comes to that. And are there like groups where people just talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. So there's Facebook groups where people talk about it, discord groups, any kind of the typical places, Reddit and things like that. Okay. Well, if someone wants to ship you their product, you've built a process for it, right? Yeah. So if, if you're interested in having me do a video, I do have a Google form that you can go through and fill out. You go through and fill it out just with some basic information and then I'll reach out to you and we can kind of talk details from there. But the form should have most of the information that you'll need to kind of what the process looks like and everything that you need to know. This is just fun. This is just totally different than what I normally talk about, but it's also very relevant. I don't think sellers really understand this part of the world. I think every seller should actually have like someone that they could just kick over to make these videos. I, I love it. Maybe it's a way to get back from that Amazon commission. You know, we're charged 15%. You're making up some of that percentage. Yeah, exactly. You might as well, <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm biased, but you might as well get an influencer to go make a video for you so that Amazon's paying that four to 1% depending on your product, but it's coming out of Amazon's pocket. So you kind of benefit from those videos being made for sure. It's a way to stick it to Amazon, if you will. <laughs> there you go. You know what? That resonates with everyone. They're the big bad guy. That's a conversation topic that gets hit quite a bit on this podcast, but I'm over like, they're a nice, they're a benevolent bad guy. They try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them that. They are creative. Like they created this out of nowhere. Like I had no idea this existed. Now I know it does. And like, this is an interesting flywheel effect that they have. It'll create a network effect of content that crazy enough, like reviews are actually just like really valuable to own. And so I think that for them to improve their catalog, that's why they invest in this. Yeah, I would agree. I think they're, they've realized that people are going to these social media platforms, like research products, especially more expensive products. And so I think they want to be the go-to source. Like, Hey, if you're on this product page, you don't need to go on YouTube and, you know, trying to figure out this baby bottle Wi-Fi dispenser is worth it or not. It's $300. You can just find that on Amazon. Yeah. Well, Corbin, thank you for coming on and chatting about this. I'll try and put the form to submit your products for him to review in the show notes. It's worth looking into. Like you should just like look at some of the products, look at some of the reviewers just to see their style and totally cool topic to cover. And someone out there listening is going to share this with someone else and we're going to start another side hustle. So here we go. Here we go. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you, Corbin. Thank you so much for having me. And in that form, just as a heads up, if anybody's curious, my storefront is linked. If you want to see examples of videos that I've created just as a heads okay. up there. Perfect. With that, thanks for joining us and for listeners. Thanks for listening in. And if you have any questions, you know, you can reach out to Corbin or myself and you could also just keep listening to the podcast. So make sure you subscribe and we will catch you on the next one. One, two, three. Yeah.